0: All right, so you mentioned this survivor. Now, it's critical that we know of all the survivors and their names, so presumably you're going to tell us his name? Right, I'll tell you about that. Okay. Is that a chain? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. You always carry it around? Yeah, I mean, they're still out there. It could come in handy sometime. Okay. Well, I'll leave you to it. My name's Tyler, the kid said, reaching his hand back to me. I took it and gave him a firm handshake, which is good because he squeezed my hand so hard like a vice that I almost yelled at him to quit it. I told him my name was Ulysses, and he nodded and smiled. Then he did the same thing with Xavier, only they had to shake hands left-handed since Xavier didn't want to take his left hand off the wheel, so it was kind of awkward. I really appreciate the ride, boys, Tyler said. I heard that mob up the hill and figured it was near the Capitol building. Then I heard the car and figured it had to be unchanged. Unchanged guys. Yeah. Haven't you guys been listening to the radio? I shook my head. Xavier just kept driving away from the Susquehanna River up the windy road through Lemoyne toward Camp Hill. I heard some guys talking on AM station yesterday when I was at this old guy's house. He had called me in after he saw me walking on the street. gave me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a can of Coke. I always sat at his kitchen table and listened to the radio. Anyway, three guys were talking about what's been happening. And they kept calling people who were normal Unchanged, unchanged people you know are those who still think and act like normal people. you and me, Tyler said they were trying to figure out who were unchanged and who weren't. seems like almost like almost all the unchanged people are old. What about the others? I asked, afraid to ask, but desperate to know. Tyler looked at me and said, almost everyone is dead. I mean, those guys on the radio are talking about millions of people, maybe hundreds of millions, not just in America but worldwide. What about the others? I asked again, You know the mob. Tyler cleared his throat and sniffed. They're calling them the changed. Supposed to be somehow scrambled in their heads, but the guys on the radio didn't know how exactly they had changed. I mean, they're dangerous and they've been will and they've been killing people with guns and knives and whatever they can get their hands on. But the guys on the radio couldn't explain why they were doing it. They're just changed. Well the changed tried to kill Yuli and me a couple of times already, and we've had to defend ourselves, Xavier said. And they creep me out because they move pretty fast and know how to use guns and stuff. I mean, if we hadn't gotten away, I'm pretty sure they would have torn us to pieces, Xavier said. His voice quiet as as he turned the wheel and headed down a tree-lined side street in the borough of Camp Hill. Well, like I said, thanks for picking me up back there, Tyler said cheerily. I don't think I would have made it very far, even though it was you they were after, he added with a smile. No problem, Xavier said. We have to stick together. So tell me why exactly, exactly we're in Camp Hill. I mean, I'm not complaining. This should be a safe place and all, but you guys seem like you know where you're going. Hey, tell me how you you got the wheels. Later, Xavier said. Right now, we gotta find Yuli's mom. Okay, Tyler said. That's cool. I think her office is on Market Street. Maybe one block up, I said. So let's go, Xavier said. We parked along the curb, which ran around the entire perimeter of a park. The park was situated in the center of the neighborhood like a giant medium. Giant evergreens and tall leafy trees stood tall over collections of azaleas and rhododendrons, some blooming others nearly bursting into bloom lush grass covered everything else long and thick since it hadn't been cut in over a week at the end of the park right across from where we still sat in the car were swings a slide and all kinds of playground equipment for kids in bright in bright blues greens and yellows barked as if to tell us it was time to go he was right we were all just sitting in the car no one willing to make the first move and venture out felt safer somehow in the car Thing is, boys, Tyler began, that mob can make it up here just like we did. It'll take them longer on foot, but they'll get here if if they want to. So we won't take long. We'll have a look in the office and keep moving. Besides, I'm starving, Xavier said, grinning. So let's do this fast and get back to the car. I'll go first with the shotgun, I told him. Xavier has the bow. What do you have, Tyler? He held out his hands and turned them this way and that like a hand model. You first, then, Xavier said, looking at me. I opened up the left rear door, and Finn hopped up with, out with me, right behind him. He lifted his nose and, up and sniffed for a while. He must have been pleased with what he said, for he trotted over to a maple seeding and lifting his leg to pee, then headed further into the park, stopping at the edge where the curb met the grass. Finn stood suddenly at us as we made our way toward him through the park. On the street, we saw no one alive, though I was pretty sure I saw, I saw turkey vultures, Picking at a carcass down the hill near the back of a row of two-story offices. I told myself it was a dead animal, but I was pretty sure I saw black shoes and a dark suit. It was brutally upsetting to think about carrion birds feeding on dead people on the streets of Camp Hill. Cars lined the streets like they would on any day during the week, though I was too afraid to peer inside any of the cars. The telltale sound of a vomit stream hitting the pavement from a few feet behind me told me my suspicions were real. I looked back to see Xavier looking back at Tyler, whose head was bowed and was wiping his face. I looked inside that car there and saw two people, a man and a woman. Something had eaten off the sides of their face, like through their cheeks and into... That'll be all, Tyler, Xavier said shortly, and I had not heard him use like a stern parent admonishing a wayward child. Okay, just give me a second, Tyler said, wiping his nose and spitting on the ground a few times. He started to turn back toward the car again. Tyler, let's go, I yelled. Impatient and frightened by the realization the kid might pr- prove to be a real problem, though he was bigger and older than me with the sophistication I did not have, I was already wishing we had never met him with Xavier, I felt like we clicked on everything if he had an idea, I always agreed if he had an idea, I always agreed with. If I had an idea, he seemed to agree with it when, when he took the lead, I followed and he' did the same with me, but this guy was turning out to be a wreck. How true my observations had been would, would later become painfully apparent. Pimlico barked, and we all started walking toward him as he galloped onto the street, staying in the middle until he came to the next block. I wondered if he knew enough of what was in the cars to stay away from them. I wondered if there were bodies in most of the cars, maybe all of them, but I wasn't going to find out for myself. He probably was smelling all kinds of horrible stuff he didn't want to smell. I think the office is up there. I pointed straight ahead and toward the right. Up on the hill, just there in the corner with the blue sign. I see it, Ziri said. Let's hurry in case we need to get back to the car fast. Maybe we should go back and get the car, I said. We're here now, Xavier said. Besides, it's not that far. You take us there. I jogged ahead to, to the office three blocks away, the hair standing up on the back of my head the way it does when I think I'm being watched. By the time I stepped outside the car, I was winded and all freaked out because I felt sure we were being watched. So my heart felt like I was going to burst through my chest and bounce on the sidewalk. I was so revved up. Running on adrenaline and testosterone and fear, I got the bright idea to burst into the office without thinking. I would regret that decision, but even as I think about it now as I write this all down, I don't know how I would have done it any different.